0: What are you calling a nice girl? Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Not So Nice Girl. I am your host and recovering nice girl, Natalie Volpicelli. and today is a special episode. Um, we are recording this, or this is getting released on September 6th, and that is one day before my birthday. So we're going to make this kind of an honorary birthday episode. Why not? Close enough. Some of you might be listening on my actual birthday. And I know what you're thinking. Like, who really cares? It's just a birthday. Are we really going to have a whole episode on birthdays. And my answer to that is yes. Yeah, we are, because here's my thing, and I've thought about this a lot in my past birthdays and in my future birthdays, is that birthdays used to be exciting. I don't know about you guys, but my parents and my family definitely made birthdays exciting and happy and really a celebration. Um, I grew up with three siblings and a really big family. So like having a day where they couldn't tease you, or at least like they weren't supposed to, at least not in front of my parents, or having a day that was about you, especially as a middle child. I know I'm like letting my psych like, come out. Um, it was just so, so amazing. And I loved it. And I spread that energy to other people even today. I love, love celebrating other people's birthdays. And that's kind of how I am even still with a lot of gifts. Um, I think this is, a, this is a nice girl trait. We love celebrating other people. I joke that in Secret Santa or something like that, um, like a gift exchange, it's almost more fun for me picking out the gift that I'm going to get for someone else and watching them open it and their reaction than it is me getting my gift. Like, not nothing against, you know, the people that get me the gifts. They're amazing. They're great. I just get so excited seeing people get excited about something that I picked and I put time thought into. And it's similar with birthdays. Like, I used to always make treats for people. And in some ways, it was definitely a people-pleasing behavior because you know I wanted people to feel special to feel loved but also there's that other side of like you're people pleasing you are you're you're making them you're going above and beyond and I would make like hundreds of treats and there was a level of people pleasing there But anyways, I don't think that's just me. I think a lot of people have that experience, especially with the gift giving, where we truly do love celebrating other people, love birthdays when it comes to other people. But I feel like we've lost our luster when it comes to ourselves. I want you to think about And this has always been kind of awkward, but I think as a kid, we might have relished in it a bit. I know I did. I'm not even going to lie to you. I did. But now think about when someone sings happy birthday to you. We joke about it all the time. I could pause for the exact amount that that song is and not say a word and it would feel the exact same level of awkwardness as you actually being in that position and sitting there listening you don't know what to do I I swear sometimes I start singing with them and then I'm like realizing I'm not supposed to or sometimes I start clapping I don't know it's awkward and you are trained I swear to let go of that childish behavior of like Yes, celebrate me. I'm here. I did another year of life. It's really fucking hard out there to have another year of life. And I did it. And we switched to this. I hate aging. I hate aging. And then on top of that, like I said, it's lost its luster in the sense of celebrating because I swear your birthdays are no longer for you it's similar to i don't know if anyone else has heard this expression but um like funerals are not for the dead they're they're for the living they're for the families the grieving people who are grieving that's a little morbid but i swear birthdays are now so political in how they are celebrated, merging friend groups, you want to celebrate yourself but not be too obnoxious about it. Like there's all these kind of rules and confines that we're expected to live in now for a birthday that used to just be fun. I swear half the time like you're not even supposed to let people know it's your birthday. But this is your day of celebration and you can find it stupid or you can, you know, choose to embrace it. And for years and years, even as a kid, as much as I loved birthdays, my birthday and my birthday party used to give me so much anxiety, so much anxiety. And a lot of it was because, and I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but I was friends with multiple different friend groups. I also did a bunch of different activities. I did gymnastics, I did soccer, I did basketball. I went to school. I had so many different groups, I guess. And I wanted them all there. I wanted them all to be, feel special but even the littlest things of you know who's sleeping back is going to be next to me i never wanted to make that decision i never wanted to point out or make anyone else feel bad and i would always you know invite someone who they were friends with someone else and it was it was that pattern of, well, if I invite so-and-so, I have to invite so-and-so. And And I'm talking about this, you know, when my parents used to throw me birthday parties, but come on, like I'm about to turn 26 and I'm still playing that game of, if I invite so-and-so, I have to invite so-and-so. Whether it's birthdays, whatever it is, you feel this pressure as especially a nice girl, as especially a people pleaser, where suddenly it's so much more important if other people are having fun on your birthday than you are. And yes, if you're hosting, that's, that comes naturally where you're like, well, if I'm hosting something, I want people to have fun. Okay. I get it. But isn't this your day?
1: I mean, really, isn't, isn't this your day?
0: I, one time, multiple years back, it was kind of in the middle of COVID. My birthday, you know, I think everyone kind of experienced this where like you try to make it fun, but there's only so much you can do. and And you may just not feel up for partying. And there really wasn't, much partying to be had since you were quarantined, but we were starting to get in the phase where you could kind of expand your bubble just a little bit. And I said, I don't care, I don't care. I don't wanna plan anything, but I wanna be surrounded by people who I know love me. And so I asked my boyfriend, um, to just plan it. I said, invite who you want to invite, my friends of your friends. Um, let's, let's just hang out. That's all I want to do is hang out. And the rest, I I don't, I don't want to be involved. And I've done this pre- since then because I had so much fun that year. And it wasn't even, it wasn't all my best friends. A lot of people couldn't, I mean, it was COVID. A lot of people couldn't make it. And it still was so much fun to just not have to worry for one day about what everyone else was doing and what everyone else's feelings and emotions and if they were having fun. And so I've tried to recreate it since then. And I'm not going to lie. I am the most annoying person when it comes to planning things. I don't know if anyone else can relate, but I was joking last year, I subtly hinted that I've never had a surprise party and I wanted a surprise party. I don't necessarily like surprises. But I like the idea and the concept that someone would throw one for me. So I asked for it, which does defeat the point of the surprise, I I fully admit. And then started getting stressed because I knew a surprise party for me was being planned, but I wasn't involved in the details. I didn't know who was being invited. I didn't know what I was supposed to wear. I didn't know any of that. And I started stressing out. Like Sometimes you just have to accept that you are a bit of a control freak. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. But again, I still did enjoy it. I mean, there were... No expectations from me on my birthday. And I think that was the key point that I was trying to get, was I wouldn't be the one to blame if someone didn't get invited or if someone wanted to do X instead of Y. It wasn't going to come down to me. And that freedom is so so arctic. honestly. And I know that I kind of cheated the system because I didn't fully just embrace that mentality of this is my day, I'm gonna own it. It's not my responsibility to care about if other people would prefer to do one activity or another or if so-and-so's friend who I don't actually like but I like them is invited blah, 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 all of that. Again, like politics of being an adult and being a kid, it was definitely like that too. And so each year, I think I am trying with my birthday to take just another step where I wholeheartedly give myself a day or a weekend. Hell, I don't know. Give yourself a weekend. Where I do things for me. It's not even that I'm looking for all of these people to celebrate me. That, you know, it's like, everyone pay attention to me. Celebrate me. You know, maybe I want that for a little bit. And that's okay to admit, guys. It's okay to admit you want attention or you want people to celebrate you. Because you're probably fucking awesome and deserve to be celebrated. But... It's also a weekend where you kind of have an excuse to say, this is for me. I want to do this. I want to be around these people who's with
1: me. And that's what I
0: now love about my birthday is I have a lot of trouble doing that in my day-to-day life, a lot of trouble saying, this is what I would prefer to do. Or these are the people that I would prefer to hang out with. It's really hard because you could potentially face backlash. And in a weird way, your birthday gives you a slight bit of immunity
1: because it is supposed to be about you.
0: So people kind of give you a little bit more grace. So take advantage of that. Do what you wanna do, it's your day. And then that switches me over to kind of this other half of birthdays that makes a lot of people uncomfortable and it's aging. And I spoke lightly on it.
1: I'm turning 26. I don't think I'll ever
0: be ashamed of my age. When I get older, I know 26 isn't that old, but I mean, as I get older, I don't think I'll ever be ashamed of it because, truth of the matter, and I mean, people prove it time and time again in physical, mental health, all of it, is age is really just a number, as corny and cheesy as it is, and as many, you know, important factors as it has in so many ways in terms of health and. Legally, all of that stuff, I understand that. But it really is just
1: whatever you make it. If your idea of who you are, if you're 40 and you think you're young at heart, then it's just a state of being. So
0: obviously I'm turning 26 and... Again, it's kind of this weird thing where like birthdays used to be fun. They used to be so exciting. You wanted to get older. Whether that was, you know, you couldn't wait to turn 13 or you couldn't wait to turn 16, 18, 21. And then after kind of 21, I mean, I guess I'm getting kicked off my parents' health insurance. Like, Yay, I guess. Exciting. Milestone of 26. I'm on the back half of 20. It's, you know, and and we tried. We did like the the T-Swift year, year 22, the Jordan year 23. And we do our milestone birthdays. But we really don't get excited about aging. In fact, if you just saw TikTok skincare, all we want to do is anti-age. Which is important, skincare is important, but I swear it's it's so prominent to be
1: so averse to aging.
0: And each year on my birthday, kind of similar to a New Year's resolution, I would look at it of what, what do I wanna do with this year? What am I gonna do in my 26th year? And I think that's an important question to ask. I do. I'm not going to tell you guys not to think about that. But I think that can lead you down a tricky road. And it always did for me.
1: Because similar to, again, a New Year's resolution, I'd set myself up
0: all this crazy stuff, you know, Year 26, it's time for me to fix this, fix that, fix this, change that, be better at this, finally start doing this to the point where it was just unreasonable and to the point, too, where it really just became a list of things that I didn't like about myself. It wasn't even a list of things to work on. It wasn't productive. So I wasn't ever actually making a plan to do those things.
1: I just was shitting on myself. Or
0: I would look back on the year, especially if I made those lists and be like, I was supposed to do this by this age. I was supposed to do that by this age. This person did X, Y, Z by the time they were 26 or whatever. And it becomes a key point for comparison. And I think that's another thing that people dread about their birthdays and another thing that makes birthdays not as special as they were as a kid. When we were
1: kids, it wasn't about,
0: well, my mom had a house by this age. My mom had three kids, whatever it is. It wasn't about that. It was simply about. You made it through another fucking year life. Guess you didn't curse, then sorry. I hope you didn't. I don't know. Maybe you did. But yeah, it it was
1: just a day of celebration. It didn't hold extra meaning. It didn't
0: hold this gloom and doom energy that I swear we try to put on our birthday because we're aging. It was
1: just being that day
0: and celebrating you. And that's kind of my new plan for the year. Obviously I told you about how I'm working on and trying to make, allow myself to make my birthday or my birthday weekend really about me, what I wanna do who I want to spend my time with, all of that. But then on the flip side, looking at aging as an exciting thing. I lived another year.
1: And I'm not going to lie. There were years that didn't look too convincing. But I'm here. And I did it. So celebrate
0: it. And just sit in that celebration. Look past on the year and don't think to yourself, I wish I've done this. I wish I did that. Look at it and say, I'm here again.
1: I still have time to do that. I'm in no rush. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate how far you've come. Celebrate how much more there's left to do. Celebrate where you are right now. Do not use your
0: birthday as a day to compare yourself to others and do not use your birthday as a day to please and entertain others. Allow yourself to celebrate you.
1: It is the one day of year
0: that I swear we've allowed people to be confident and celebrate themselves. Get attention. Be the center. And we're starting to take that away and it and it infuriates me because every other day We don't let people sit there and say,
1: I deserve to be celebrated. You deserve to be celebrated. So celebrate yourself. Help! don't even limit it to your birthday. But at least use your
0: birthday as an excuse, a weekend, a week, a month. To celebrate you, your desires, your wants, your needs, and everything you have done, all that you've accomplished, even if that is just simply getting to this age and still being
1: alive. Celebrate that. That's all a birthday is. A celebration of you. So take it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in this journey with you guys. I'll let you know how it goes. So that is our birthday
0: episode. I am so excited to see what this next year brings me, especially with this podcast. I feel like I started this podcast kind of around the same, around the same time as my birthday. So it's like, you know, a little present to myself. And I can't wait to talk to you guys more. A special thank you to my brother. <laughs> he has been absolutely crucial in all of the technical sides of this podcast. And I cannot thank you enough, Zach. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you to all of you guys. Remember to rate and subscribe and tell your friends and follow on tiktok at not nice girl pod or on instagram at not nice girl pod talk to you guys later
1: bye